No, I'm not Kevin. What's the li- line? Hi, I'm Jack. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is good company in the car. Okay, we're going. Here we go again. Hi. <laughs> How are you? You know, there's going to be a lot more room bounce now. Well, there will be, but that's for a good reason. <laughs> I'll take a little room bounce for a little, that's a little lack yeah. of clutter. So there, uh, uh, the recording studio, the recording studio. good company in the car. Listeners will know. Whoops! See, I just knocked a bunch of crap over. Uh, we'll know that I have a bit of a, a clutter issue. And there's been several major attempts over the years to <laughs> cut the clutter, and two or three and an intervention or two, and it, an intervention. Well, kind of an, not really an intervention, but you know, my friends have helped me, and they've come in, and I, I just, I don't have. As I look at a stack of Clue games, one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, mm, seven, eight, we've nine, documented nine, this over the past couple of years. 16. Well, there's sixteen left, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. There's and you've 18, rid of There's eighteen that I'm looking at. Each there's there's they're they're all different different but uh i've gotten rid of a bunch of them yeah so uh, i have a i have a uh, it's just so much crap my house yeah. is just full of stuff it's 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 you're just have a bit of a hoarding mentality I, it, yeah it, well it, yeah clutter major clutter yeah. my, now my sister who's t- i remember growing up my sister saying that when she had her own house she wanted tabletops with nothing on them. yeah yeah surfaces surfaces yeah. open surfaces because mom was you know well there's room for two or three things there let's put them all there was your mom like that my yes but when we were younger there was no clutter right clutter right. didn't really hit her until like it was just her and dad yeah, and, yeah, so yeah. i remember dad making and those jokes. humble figurines replaced yeah, you guys right. in her heart <laughs> uh, i remember my dad saying if it was up to me we'd have two forks two plates two glasses and two oh, cups i, I was, like the way that man yeah, thinks yeah, exactly <laughs> and uh, my well, sister we, we were talking about how you know your the the arcade games, the video games, and the flat screen TV. All that stuff's outdated, so and, outdated. And, I and know. you just won't. You know, I, I get know. why you're kind of you have a, an attachment to it, but it's just got to go. I know. It's I know. just it's easy for me to say I it's know. not my stuff. Well, that's what I. What have I told you? I can help you go through your. That's yeah. garbage. That's yeah. trash. Throw yeah. that away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, it's you know what is what is the statement? It's. Uh, it's my stuff. It's your shit. You yeah, know? So, I've never yeah. heard that one, but that's that's so, you in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, it's my best friend Jessica, my best friend Frank have both helped me. Jessica's really good because she's she's a uh, online. She's got you she'll know, sell stuff for you. She sells stuff online. She got you a hundred bucks for those yeah, she's uh, got, shoes. Yeah, those she's Gucci got, shoes. She sells stuff for me, and uh, and I go through stuff and and I look at it and I'm I I think I'm pretty um, uh, I I don't have a false sense of value. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of this is worth money. It's and yet here we are. <laughs> I don't want to get rid of stuff. That's the problem. It's like, but that's this. That's yeah, this. That's... So yeah. But so, you made you made a good you made a good dent yesterday. Well, so but, but but if you can but keep that up, you honestly, know. Honestly, journey of a thousand miles starts with a single of, step. I, I, <laughs> a lot, a, a nice little. Let's say a small garbage bag full of stuff is going. Went in the garbage. Yes. A small bag of stuff is going to Goodwill, mm-hmm. and a small bag of stuff is going to Jessica to sell. Mm-hmm. And so, 
it's it's pebbles, you know. Yeah, you well, baby keep steps. The, yeah. So there there's a there's been a a, a moratorium. No, a uh, <laughs> uh, what's it no called? A moratorium. A moratorium. I have. <laughs> you buying more shit? I have. A, I'm not allowed to buy anything else, which is fine. I've been saying that repeatedly for years. <laughs> as I touted that book, uh, no purchases for a year. Oh, you did that one, uh, so it's didn't a great you? Book. Yeah, it, it's a great book. Tell them the, the the premise of that. The premise it's really of the neat. book is. It's a family who just recognize they're uh, out of hand. Consumerism, spending. yeah. Consumerism, and I am that person. Yeah. You know, it's 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 ooh, you know, look at that shiny jazzy trinket, and you know, mm-hmm. and 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 I have a lot of repetitive things like. Yeah, you have thirteen clue games. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Well, but see, but looking at them, I'm like, there's only one, two, three. Four. There's like six I have to keep. Why? <laughs> Good lord. Well, I have to keep the electric one because it talks, and then I have to keep the classic one because that's the classic one, and then I have to keep the other vintage ones. So, but it, they're they're the, the, yes, they're the same. But it's something. I will that'll that will be a hill I will die on will be my multiple clue All right, games. you can die on the clue hill. But the other stuff like I was looking in the game closet and I was like why do I even have this? And I I do say that occasionally, yeah. but it's just there's a lot and of We lost a resource in Frank. He's moved to Arizona. Yeah, Frank. He would have he would have helped. Oh, he would have gladly helped. There was a there was a <laughs> he always used to joke about there was on hoarders Dr. Robin so and so, clinical psychologist. He would always say he's because he'd come over and he and he was just be like, "You got to get rid of that." I mean, yeah. he had no. What was that was, thing that the woman who became famous? Uh, and she, she was really good about cleaning. She oh, had, that was the Asian lady about y- touching everything. Yeah, or something like that. that. But see, I can uh, anything I re- pick out and touch, reach out and touch. I, it was you get bogged down. I see. I you, get you just, very you, bogged you, down. You, yeah, 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 you're like, but this little clip, I might need it someday. It was like I told you that that Twitter guy. He's like, hey guys, good news. That piece of lumber I've been <laughs> exactly. holding on to since 1987. Used it. <laughs> see, another one is is. Uh, Okay, I'm pointing to my desk, mm-hmm. which of course is piled with shit. Mm-hmm. I'm pointing to my desk, and I can see one, two, three, four. I can see five different pen receptacles. Yeah, one's got pencils, one's got markers, one's got vintage, you know, pens. One's in it got from- some drill bits in it. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. But that's one of those things. Oh, it's a pen. It goes with the pens. And in my lot, in my head, my logic is that okay, that's been dealt with. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. No. And that's one of those things that's very hard for me to deal with. It's yeah. like you should let somebody else deal with it. Deal with <laughs> you should let someone else deal with Jessica's it. Jessica's offered. She's like, I'll come in there and code to clean your house out. And I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you trust her. Uh, yeah, but you know, but you got rid of that. It was broken. But it was my great 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 grandmother, such and such. You, you know, don't have so anything like that. <laughs> I have a few things as I look up at the uh, antique rug beater that's sticking on top of the vent. Uh, the uh, <laughs> what a treasured duct- keepsake. The ductwork for the air conditioning. Oh jeez. Yeah, that, that can looks go. Like a coat that hanger. can go. Yeah, that can go. Things can go. I I really. So anyway, so the point is, is I keep putting these uh, uh, goals in front of me, and then uh, you know I I kind of peter out after. A while, but well, you've got a, a soft target date to kind of. I have a soft target, but the other thing is, is, is like I know this is a little 
uh, I don't mean to be bring the bring the room down, but the the funny joke that I always say, Frank would always say to me, is like, if you drop dead, your sister and I are going to have to clean this fucking house up, mm-hmm. and all the stuff's going to goodwill or in the garbage. Be gotten rid of. That's what Frank says. You buy something, it's like you know that's just the circle of life. It's yeah. going to go back to a thrift store. It's all going to go back to a thrift store. It's very very funny. As I look at my vintage glassware and china and silver Viking and hat, the plastic the Viking, Viking hat. hat. That's from my costume box, and I don't know why it didn't get put back in there, but it's up there look, looming over us. That can go. That I can, can go. get rid of stuff. Well, we're here tonight to talk about what became known as the Sky King oh, incident. It's a tale of, it's kind of tragic, but it's also kind of funny. He has is a it, cult following. What is it? What is it? What do they, what do they call the, per, like the people, like the core? He's a bit of a folk hero. Folk hero. Yeah. He's kind of a folk hero. And, and unfortunately. Well, we'll just get into it. Let's yeah. wait. It'll unwind because it, it, it starts out, it's kind of fun. The first three quarters of the ride are a lot of fun. There's a lot of laughs. If you and, met uh, this guy, if this guy was sitting next to you in a restaurant or a bar, you would, you would fall in love with him he's i mean a, he's funny and nice and he's charming and he's his making name, fun of himself he was his name was richard russell he was bebo to his family and friends ever since he was a little kid and he's 28 years old he works as a baggage handler at seattle tacoma airport popularly known as SeaTac. service agent ground service agents he works for horizon air they are operating a bombardier dash 400 turboprop plane for Alaska Airlines. They run and that, it. And that was that is like a not a commuter shuttle, but it goes It's a it's a regional it's called a regional right. aircraft and they are typically carry less than 100 passengers. This thing had a cruising speed of 370 knots, which is almost 400 miles an hour. So that's pretty fast. Wow. And it is August 18th, 2018. And newly released video footage shows Richard showing up for work that day, going through security. He's wearing a T-shirt that he knows damn well the video is going to pick up. And it says on the back, the sky's no limit. It's really, but then you I see, remember hearing, I remember when I, I remember heard too. about this and you heard, and you heard the, the, the sound snippets uh-huh. and you were like, and you laughed. And, well, we're going to get I to laughed. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not, let, let, what we, yeah. Because uh, I don't know if everybody's going to have heard about this. This, but certainly yeah. these audios are great. So so this recently released video footage shows him he, he was in charge of operating those vehicles that push the planes in and out of birds. But that's all the point- that's all the baggage stuff because he had a he had a YouTube channel where he posted videos where well here's another bag here's another bag oh really oh you didn't know that no oh look at that hi I'm Bebo Russell and I'm a ground service agent that means I lift a lot of bags. Like a lot of bags. So many bags. Look at all them bags. Ooh, a purple one. Yeah, he had a he. I can I can actually give you research. I don't know if we want to do that now or we do that later. But um, he actually had a YouTube channel where he showed, hey, I'm a ground service agent at at SeaTech Airport and blah blah. Oh, look, a purple one. Yeah, he's kind of. Oh yeah. So he's know. he's. Do you want me to give you the history now? A little bit of history before we get into the story. Uh, or do we uh, want to Richard. Get into the story? Yes. Oh sure. Okay. So he let's was, call him Bebo. Bebo. Bebo was married to a gal named Hannah and. And I, oh, oh, crap, my memory's so bad. Maybe Boulder. He lived someplace else and he and Hannah had a bakery. 
Oh, that was in um, Oregon, I think. Oregon, okay. And he had a bakery, and they did really well. Apparently, it was a it was like they were uh, they would try new and exciting things to try to create new stuff. Their ba- bakery was in North Bend, Oregon. North Bend, Oregon. I'm so sorry, I said Colorado. Oh, it's okay. So anyway, Boulder. What is it? is mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, yeah. So anyway, so they moved back to Seattle to be Seattle, closer to her family. To be closer to her family, and that was why he had to kind of uh, take a job that he didn't particularly care, care for, yeah. for. But, but he was going to school at the same time and he did have plans he after he finished his degree he either wanted to go up into management at alaskan air Raid or go into the military as an officer oh okay okay so now that's that's the history that we know and also he really he did like the benefits of the job because he and hannah traveled a lot oh yeah and there's if you work pictures, for an airline yep, yep yeah yep. there's pictures just like next door the boys just next like door. sven <laughs> yeah there's lots of videos of them machu picchu like yeah. just all over the place traveling because they were those We're, kind of people yeah 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 it's great and they seem and he, they were very devout christians they were and, devout you know, christians very and active very church. beloved people yeah. and continue with the story okay so we the video shows richard showing up and going through security and then you can see him through um the, the this alaska airlines flight has come in it was a flight from british columbia to seattle that day and it was parked in the the cargo area at the north end of the airport it was not supposed to fly again that, that day. day it was done now the thing i wanted to point out here is the drive time from British Columbia, where that airport is, to this airport is four hours. Who takes a flight when you can drive it for four hours? It's a four-hour drive. That's no different than taking a shuttle to but New York be, or well, a shuttle I, to Boston. I don't know. It just seems like a lot of you, by the time you go From, through the airport. Oh, my God. I am highly amused. <laughs> From the guy who hates to drive and hates to ride in a car. Yeah, but that, you, I don't if, like flying if, so, so if you decided we were going to go to Boston, just boom. No, no, no. Boston Boston, Boston, Boston is a nine-hour drive from here. I'm saying that this is four hours. New York is. New York? New York's like three and a half, four. That would be like, I would not take a flight from I here. To, I think you're full of bull hockey. But no, anyway, let's go no, ahead. It's just not. But I, clearly there's a need for it, but I, I, I don't but get it. But that's what I said. I thought this was a commuter flight. Like people had to maybe, take Maybe they're the, working. I, it's I, working I, flights. I just yeah. don't get it. But uh, it's done for the day. So it doesn't have a lot of fuel in it. So we see Richard pulling up through the security and, and, he, and he parks the because little- he has full access to the working area of the airport. Nobody paying any attention and to him because he does beloved. this all day long. People yeah. like him. So when he hooks up the plane mover to the front of the plane, nobody's thinking anything of it. And then you see him and you well, can no see him. No noticing the, him. There's you people, can, you see people around him. You can see him in the cockpit oh. and then you see the props start oh. and then you see him come back around and he picks up the security cones and then you see him get back in the pusher and he pushes the plane around and then... You see the plane start to move a little bit, and he oh, has because, to run and oh, jump. Because he'd, and taken, get, he'd taken the tractor off, and then and he didn't have the air brakes on, the, the wheel brakes <laughs> on. So you see him then run, uh, run and pull the gate down, and he jumps in real quick and closes it. And it sits there for a couple of minutes, and he's sort of getting situated. Nobody's paying any attention to him, and then he just starts and I, taxiing. And I actually questioned. I was like, I, I'm surprised that there. I don't, first of all, I know absolutely zero about airplane airport security it would just seem to me that someone's going to be like 
that plane's not supposed to be moving. Why is that plane? You know, moving? people are just so used to it. It's like well, I don't know. Yes. You know, if you if, yeah. yeah. And then you also pointed out that the traffic, the air traffic tower, was not within visual range no, 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 of no. the so cargo this, area. This is at seven ten p.m. when this is all starting to okay. happen. So he starts taxiing out to the runway. He actually cuts in line. There are several other jets getting ready to go to this runway, but he just goes straight out. As soon as he clears the cargo area, the air traffic controller starts trying to contact him. The gas gate on runway one six center, say your call sign. So yeah, he's ignoring them. The air traffic. Well, he might not have had the radio. <laughs> he might not have, but they do. They do hear a little uh, a blurb of him talking. It's 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 unintelligible. But he just goes over, and within about fifteen seconds, he lines up on the runway. Another Alaska Airlines pilot nearby says, yeah, he's on full roll and both of his wheels are smoking, which means, to me, he put the brakes on the tires and he forgot to take them back off. When the pl- Remember when the plane was starting to move? Right, when he got yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're burning rubber. They're both smoking. So anyway, he makes a nice takeoff. Clean. Clean, clean takeoff. It's very elegant. You could see the surveillance footage shows him takeoff. He even he, retracts the wheels. The wheels go up in and everything. Because see, in my dumb, dumb mind, I'm like, well, isn't a lot of that stuff automatic? I would just assume... Yeah, that I when don't. a plane takes off, that the that the landing gear automatically goes up inside the plane. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I have no clue. So he's airborne at about seven thirty, and this is one of the first interactions he has with the tower. Man, I'm a ground service agent. I don't know what that is. Start it up and get it to go. Uh, in a couple hours, I guess. But um, yeah, I wouldn't know how to land it. I wasn't really planning on landing it. So he he said I wouldn't know how to land it. I wasn't really planning on landing it. But you, the tone of his think, voice, <laughs> and then you think, oh, sure. he doesn't want to land it. I just sure. thought he was like, but I don't know. Yeah. And he has a sound. His voice is like a bro, like it's a, true. Like he's a funny. Fun he's having fun. Yeah, he's, he's not he's, scared. He's, it's like he's done it every day of his life. And you you well we we'll hear it later. Yeah yeah. He he he's he's. Yeah, he doesn't want to bother. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. He doesn't no, want to and, do anything. He, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And, and he's then... <laughs> charming. He's actually charming. So um, this next bit is kind of funny. All right. Um, yeah, I just kind of want to do a couple maneuvers to see what it can do before I put it down, you know? 93 going departure. Did they find him? And so I can uh, reach out to you a little easier. A little bit. I'm sorry, say that again. Sorry, uh, my mic can't, came off. I threw up a little bit. Uh, you know. Yeah, I just want to do a couple of maneuvers. maneuvers. Say, I'm sorry, I threw up a little bit. <laughs> I know. Well, then, I I could have sworn somewhere in the in the audio it mm-hmm. says, "Well, I'm a little drunk." I thought so too, and I never but found I it. I looked at the entire again. transcript. Yeah, but I know he'd been having drinking problems in the months prior to this, and his family did an intervention, and it seemed to have worked. He's so now he's he's flying, and pretty soon the media, the radio stations, announce that there is a rogue Alaska Airlines. Uh, plane flying over Seattle and the interactions with the tower continue while all the other flights are still on the same channel so you can hear them directing the other flights and here's Bebo periodically going oh yeah hey man I didn't mean to do that it's just it's really funny to me because he's being really he's being he's a sweet guy he's a nice guy and he even apologized for taking up the channel and they're like, no, no, it's okay. Everybody, what channel do he said at one point? What channel do you want me to go to? And they told him, no, no, you stay on this channel. Everybody else has moved to the other channel. You're this is your channel. Yeah, he's being apologetic. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's, he, he's trying. Sweet. to, He doesn't want to screw up anybody's day. Actually, I uh, hold on. Ah, shoot. 
man. I'm sorry about this. I hope this doesn't ruin your day. Just flying the plane around, you seem comfortable with that? Oh, hell yeah. It's a blast, man. I've played video games before, so I, uh, you know, I know what I'm doing a little bit. So, yeah, he says it's a blast, man. I've played video games before, so, you know, I know what I'm doing a little bit. He goes, ah, I know, I know <laughs> what, what I'm doing. doing. His tone is the so tone, funny. I know. And I, I think that's what endeared him to so many exactly. people. Exactly. And he's and he's just, he's like, well, I just, wee. He's kind of singing to himself <laughs> at one point. And uh, they ask him now if he can see the terrain, and, and then he's like, okay, and and, uh, and you can see all the terrain around you. Uh, you've got no issue with visibility or anything? Nah, everything's peachy. Peachy clean. Just did a little circle around Rainier. It's beautiful. Um, I think I got some gas to go check out uh, the Olympics. And, uh, yeah. No, everything's peachy, peachy, peachy clean, not keen, peachy clean. <laughs> and so he's flown around Mount Rainier, and he's talking about how beautiful it is, and then he talks about how he threw up again. <laughs> They're trying to speak with him. Now they've got pilots are at the tower who know how to fly this plane they keep crying they're trying to humor him and everybody sounds the same they're all of these dry as toast well, pilot types yeah. and they're like okay but, now rich well they are dry as toast <laughs> but this is a this is a an emergency situation they have to they have to they're stay worried. Well, yeah, calm. at yeah. first they were worried it was a um hijacking, hijacking. And, and then because he was being so disarming just or charm yeah. disarming charming disarming both of them be, because he was being so agreeable they're like oh he's not trying he's to not do a it. threat he, yeah i think at the beginning they thought oh he's just going for a joy ride yeah. he's gonna try and land yeah, yeah that's yeah. what they thought at one point you can hear the um air traffic controllers like he chuckles he's like i think it's a baggage handler from horizon <laughs> and you hear him laugh is that horrible no, it's funny well i i mean it's just because you want you're rooting for the guy yeah. you're rooting for bebo yeah, that's all mumbo jumbo. I have no idea what all that means. I wouldn't know how to uh, punch it in. I'm, I'm uh, off autopilot. Speed of the jets? No, I'm not taking you to any jets. I'm actually keeping you away from aircraft that are trying to land at SeaTac. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to screw with that. I'm glad, uh, glad you're not, uh, you know, screwing up everyone else's day on account of me. So he, yeah, I don't want to screw up everyone else's day on account of me. So he is at, uh, at this point, they ask him about his fuel. He's like, yeah, I'm down to 2,100. I started at like, well. I'm, uh, I'm down to 2,100. I started at like 30 something. Rich, you said you're at uh, 2,100 pounds of fuel left? Yeah, uh, I don't know what the burn, burn itch, burnout is like on, uh, uh, on takeoff, but uh, yeah, it burned quite a bit faster than I expected. But yeah, it burned a lot faster than, I, than, I, expected. than I expected. Yeah, <laughs> and we get back to that later, and it's very funny. He's like, "Oh, I gotta stop looking at that fuel." <laughs> so this is we. They're constantly now trying to humor him and get him to land. So McCord Air Force Base is off to the right. There is the uh, the runway just off your right side in about a mile. Do you see that? That's the uh, that's the uh, that's McCord uh, Field. Oh man, those guys would rough me up if I uh, tried landing there. I think I I think I might mess something up there too. I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, hopefully, oh they probably got anti-aircraft. No, they don't have any of that stuff. Uh, we we're just trying to find a place for you to land safely. He's thinking that they're. 
they're they're either going to try to shoot him down or whatever, or if he lands at McCord, they're going to beat him up. Right. Now that was a little confusing to me because I thought the Jets were on him at this point, but I don't. There's there's confusion. Kevin and I, Kevin's they, got a, one set of time things, and, and I'm I with you. I'm with you. The, the Jets were scrambled much more quickly, and they came from Portland, and they were went supersonic to get down there, and they were also followed by a refueling plane just in case this dragged on. Oh, okay. And they were armed with air to air stinger missiles or whatever. Right. So they were prepared to shoot him out of the sky, and he's also talking to those pilots. He was talking to the one pilot. Yeah, yeah. My plane's happy. How's your plane? Or something like that. Yeah. So at that point he said, "Yeah, this is probably going to be jail life for a guy like jail for the rest of a life for a guy like me." This is the part where the guy says, "Apparently he's a grounds crewman with Horizon, I guess." And uh, right now he's flying around, and then he so Bebo can hear all this, and he's like, and he, and he needs a little help with his flying his craft. He's like, "I don't need that much help. I play video games." You know what I'm doing? Yeah. Four hundred. Apparently he's a, a grounds crewman with uh, with Horizon, I guess. And uh, right now he's just flying around. And uh, he just needs some help controlling his aircraft. Very good. Nah, I mean, I don't need that much help. I played some video games before. And the guy key, and then as soon as the as soon as Bebo stops saying something, the guy goes, "Okay, can let's start making that left hand yeah. turn." Hey, and, you hey, up here? hey, you gonna, you gonna try and make that left hand turn now? You gonna try and make that left hand turn? And then he's also saying, "Please don't go much further past the towards the Olympics because you will lose radio contact because the radio range is not supposed to be that far. The radio range is uh, you know uh, just around the immediate area of the airport." I also like that he says, can you um tell me how to pressurize this thing so I'm not quite so lightheaded? Uh, I would like to figure out how to get this cabin altitude. Like, I know where the box is. I would like to get some, uh, make it make it pressurized or something so I'm not so lightheaded. And that <laughs> confused me. I would just assume, I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just assumed that when you got into a plane and started doing that stuff that... It, you know, like, like, okay, I know this is a bad comparison, but I'm going to use it anyway. When I get in my car and I start my car, my air conditioning and everything's already on. Yeah, yeah. It's going to kick on. And in a few minutes, the inside of the car is cool. I'm not so I would just assume that in a plane that's going to be going up to where it needs to be pressurized, uh-huh. that that would be an automatic thing by the plane. Yeah. Now, I don't know what I'm talking about, but that's what I'm saying. It seems to me like it would be automatic. Well, at, at this point, all hell is breaking loose and people on the ground are seeing this Alaska Airlines plane flying over places it shouldn't be. What the hell's that guy doing? Yeah. What the hell? Oh my god. What is happening right now? My phone. You got it? Yes. It's a fucking Alaska Airlines Q400. What the fuck is he doing over here? Yeah. That's not cool. He's looking for somewhere to fucking land. What is happening? I don't know. He should never be that low over here. No. That's an Alaska Airlines flight. Where's he going? Go get the truck keys and get my wallet. That is not a drone. That is a real plane. Just did a loop-de-loop. Oh, and there's like a jet. 
That one guy, what's he doing over here? He's looking for a place to land. There's a fucking jet following him. There was, there was that a, one. Yes, yes. So at this point now, Bebo is like, well, um, minimum wage, we'll chalk it up to that. Maybe that'll grease the gears a little bit with the higher higher ups. I, I think he had some gripes with his, his payment, well, like I being think overworked. He, he felt, I think he felt, well, he was, uh, he was getting paid under minimum wage. One of the things said that he was getting paid under minimum wage. Oh, um, and it's how is that possible? I mean, I'd be blue. You know, manual labor. You're yeah. you're you're subjected to all the weather. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he did not like the job. He felt not saying that he thought the job was beneath him, but uh-huh. he you know he owned his own business and he was trying to do better in the life. And this is what his job. A lot of people don't like their crappy jobs. I understand. A lot of people don't like their jobs. Here, I understand here. that. Yeah. This next bit is hilarious. I just want you to whisper sweet nothings into my ear. <laughs> See, he's a lovable, lovable guy. He's having fun with it. And so now they're trying to reason with him and assess the plane's status. And he talks a little about landing, but not really. This I like this one. Hey, you think if I land this successfully, uh, Alaska will give me a job as a pilot? Uh, you know, I think they would give you a job doing anything if you could pull this off. Yeah, right. Oh, the, and the previous one also when he says, whisper sweet nothings in my ear. People's lives are at stake, Jim, or whatever your species pretending is on Star Trek. And then the controller's like, let's not wait, talk wait, about wait, that. Wait, wait. And he's just goofing around. He doesn't realize the gravity of the he, situation no, he, he, back well, on the ground. Well, I think he's aware. I think he's just, you know, yeah, this but, is but every, it, man. This everything is he it. says, yeah. they're, they're going to react to. Part where he's like, hey, if you think I land this successfully, Alaska will give me a job. And, uh, <laughs> and they're like... As a pilot. A job as a pilot. And they're yeah. like, are they... They'd give you anything you want. He's like, yeah, right. (laughs) Right. He wasn't falling for it. So now they are continuing to try to get him to land at McCord Air Force Base. And now they start saying, or even landed on the water, which makes me think that they're like, if we can't get him to get it to an airport, let's just get him to get it down and get it out of the air. Because as long as he's airborne, he's a danger to the city. So there are two F-15s. But but the way, I mean, granted, he was over top of people because people were videoing stuff, but wasn't he trying to keep it over? In the Flight Channel episode that we watched, it's a Smithsonian channel. Right. And that's that's a flight simulator doing the, the yeah the, the animations he was much lower than those reanimation sequences well, showed but there's a video of it too yeah and you could see he's just he's barely clearing this the treetops so he's much lower to the city but he was he was flying around kind of willy-nilly but i don't know if he was really taking that into consideration we well, didn't know what the hell he was doing he did yeah, but I mean, he didn't he know what he was. I mean, he was keeping the air. He was keeping the aircraft up and flying, mm-hmm. but he really didn't know what he was doing. Well, yeah, they they figured he'd been practicing on flight simulators. Dang, uh, did you talk to McCord yet? Because I don't think I'd be happy with you telling me I could land like that. Because I could mess some stuff up. Well, Rich, I already talked to him, and uh, just like me, what we want to see is you not get hurt or anybody else get hurt. So, like I said, if you want to try to land, that's probably the best place to go. Hey, I want the coordinates of that orca with the, you know, the mama orca with the baby. I want to go see that guy. So, yeah, he wants to go and see the orca with the babies. And, and which I thought was, that, was that was That made national news. I remember the orca and the baby. It was right off of Seattle, but then the baby died, and he, he just wants to go see it. So... The pilots in the F-15s that are following him, he's talking to them now, and then he's talking about the turbulence over the Cascades. Right. 
Hey, Rich, this is Captain Bill here. We're still uh, listening. My airplane's doing uh, just fine. How's yours? I said it, it would be a better option, I think, if you tried to land it or even land it on the water. Yeah. Hey, is that pilot on? I want to know uh, what this weather is going to be like in the Olympics. Well, if you can see the Olympics, the weather's good. I can see the Olympics from my window, and it looks pretty good over there. All right, because I, I hit some, uh, felt like turbulence around right near, but there was no clouds hardly. Oh, uh, that's just the uh, the wind blowing over all the bumpy surfaces there. Oh, copy that. He's just not having it. They're trying to convince him to turn around and discuss landings, and this is when we start to get the sad stuff. I got a lot of people that care about me. And uh, it's going to disappoint them to, to hear that I did this. Um, I would like to apologize to each and every one of them. Um, just a broken guy. Got a few screws loose, I guess. Never really knew it until now. Um, just, you know. Yeah, I got a lot of people that care about me, and you know they're going to be really disappointed when you, I found out. And you can hear the alarms going and, off. Yeah, and I don't. I at that point I thought when I first heard this was they're going to be disappointed because I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to go to jail because I, you know I didn't understand what he was implying with that. Well, you said you you just said that I was unaware of that there had been an intervention. I did not mm. know about the intervention. This was a guy who came from a loving family, a Christian background. I believe they were either part of the youth group, like they were youth choir. I mean, these were these were active in the church. Yeah, people, yeah he was head of the youth well ministry. Loving. And that's the other thing. He's not cussing or no. being rude. He never once swears. Holy smokes. Oh, he, well, I think he's just damn in hell. But I mean, but I don't think he even says no, that. But um, he's not being offensive or rude. He's actually polite. He's polite. The whole time. You know, and it, he's just. Yeah, we'll get to the we'll get to the 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 things he says. So yeah, it's funny when he said I had a few screws loose. I didn't really realize it until just now. Until, until now. Because if he had been drinking, because there, he said we heard video somewhere that said he'd been drinking mm -hmm. or he'd been he was a little drunk. So he's up there. It could have been what the hell? I'm here. Let's do, oh oh. In my research, mm -hmm. there was an account where someone saw him in a cockpit messing play, around messing yeah. around and they didn't report him because they were like oh it's he's just he's, he's just, just goofing around they didn't yeah, but later they're like ah oh, they, they think oops. he was trying to familiarize himself with the system right so he's been thinking about this for a while well i would just see the the uh i want to have the good thoughts about him mm -hmm. whatever that is i'm, I'm mm -hmm. rooting for him still he's he's he likes planes he wants to fly he yeah. wants to get its pilot's license he's obsessed with planes so I'm thinking, this is, you know, 100% my little take on this. He's a little drunk. He's a little sad. He's at work. Let me see if I can take this mofo up. Yeah, maybe. And then he got it up and he's like, oh, the gravity of the situation hits him. And he's like, oh. I, didn't, I don't think I ever got that. I From the, the moment he makes contact with the con air controller, he's having a good time. He's... He's gonna go out with a bang, and he's yeah. not scared. And I, I don't ever, I don't ever really rooting for him. But here's another good clip. Man, have you been to the Olympics? These guys are gorgeous. Holy smokes! Yeah, I have been out there. It's 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 always a nice drive. But think I might have a here. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet you do. I haven't done much hiking over there, and uh, but if he could, if he could start a left turn, and. Uh, turn back towards the east. I know you're getting a good view there, but uh, if you go too much further in that direction, I won't be able to hear you anymore. All right. Um, hey, pilot, 
the guy. Can this thing do a uh, a backflip? You think? I'm gonna land it, huh? like uh, in a safe, safe kind of manner. I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm gonna try to do a barrel roll. And if that goes good, I'm just gonna nose down and call it a night. So I think I'm gonna try to do a barrel roll, and if that goes good, <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna oh, nose no, down and call let's, it a night. Uh, let's and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, <laughs> no need to do that. And um, and then he says this. Um, just kind of lightheaded, dizzy, um, man. And you know, the sights went by so fast. Too. I was thinking like I'm gonna have this moment of serenity. You know, I'll be able. to and it's kind of sad that's where he was like the sights went by so fast i thought i was going to have this epiphany at this moment of serenity mm. but he didn't i guess he never had that moment so then we're talking about the fuel and yeah. he's like uh do you have any idea of how much fuel you have left and do you have an idea of how much fuel you have left oh uh, man not enough not enough to get by uh like uh 760 760 pounds i'm just gonna do this barrel roll real quick uh, well, no need to do that. If you could just start a turn to the right, and then I'll tell you when to stop turning, and then you can keep it level from there. I feel like I need to be, what do you think, like 5,000 feet at least to be able to pull this barrel roll off? So, yeah, he talks about doing the barrel roll, and he actually pulls it off. And you've got a home video footage of There's him doing video, it. video, yeah. At the very bottom of it, he was only 10 feet off the water. Oh, that close? Mm-hmm. I thought it was 500 feet. No, nope, 10 feet. He was only 10 feet 10 off feet. the water. Yep. Because you see the picture, and of course you can't really judge. So he does the he does the barrel roll, fl- the barrel roll, and and later like um, the guys who were like, I was impressed. He didn't the plane. He didn't really? break the plane up, and he and he pulled the barrel roll off, but and and he just missed the water by ten feet. Showing the animate when they showed the animation, I somehow in my mind I thought it was a little. I'm I'm doing my fingers in the air to show Kevin what I thought. <laughs> I thought it would be uh, fly 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 up loop fly fly no. fly. And he was he up and went, he went up, into a dive and he went, went down. He went up and went into a dive, and then the animation showed that. That had to have been absolutely terrifying. Uh, well, it, it looked because that would be like the that would be like the the big major bad horrible drop on any kind of a roller coaster. But you're in charge of it, yeah. so he had to have immediately grabbed the wheel thing to pull it back pull as it back hard up. as possible yeah. to get the plane. And there's a ton of and home the footage. Engines never went out. Yeah, the a, engines never failed. Ton of footage. Oh. Of, a bunch of people filmed it at this point all around. What's They're this like, guy doing? Yeah, yeah. The uh, after he pulls the barrel roll out, he um. He kind of goes quiet for a little while, and then we get this uh, one final bit of audio. All right. Uh, damn it. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't want to. I was kind of hoping that was going to be it, you know? After long, I feel like one of my engines is going out or something. And that's it. Then you hear the sound of the plane crashing into the island. And he, it was clearly, he was a controlled flight into the ground. The flight recorder showed he was in, in control of the plane, intentionally drove it into the ground. He chose an area where there was very, there were very few homes. And was um, it, yeah, it was a, it was so he wouldn't hurt anybody. Park type setting on an island. And that was it. So yeah, that was, that's the story of uh, Sky King. And um, the the woman whose family owned the island, uh, apparently Alaska d- did, she she was overall very happy with the cleanup, but she, for a newscast show, she walked around and she was picking up stuff. And, yeah. You know, so I had a, the misconception that when there was a plane crash, that they had to retrieve 100% of the parts. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. Maybe that's if it's a I, Maybe if they don't know what or, caused the crash, yeah, but in yeah, this yeah. one they were pretty sure, yeah, yeah. so they didn't have to do a reenactment. It was a two- Two 
turboprop plane. It's not a jet, it's a plane, but right. they're turboprops. So Bombardier, that, the plane was a Bombardier, Bombardier 400- it cost 30 million dollars. 30 and they were reimbursed fully for it. Well, Their insurance covered it. You know, and I this is a horrible thought, but Alaska Alaska's like we got money to buy another plane. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. It's but so horrible. It's a, so, so he's the, a bit of a folk hero for he that. Is, and I and you just your heart just bleeds. You just the guy was such he just see he just seemed like the guy you wanted to be friends yeah. with. Uh his family And they didn't see this coming. The, nope. They were nope, heartbroken. No clue. Anybody, they had no never... idea. And they they did a uh a press release and they were basically saying we think he's a wonderful guy, you know, he just got a little lost and please respect us. They were religious. They were you they know, name checked. People. Actually, and, I'll run the press conference. Okay, and then uh, his uh, stepbrother said some stuff, and nobody saying it, nobody said anything negative about him. Nobody it may seem difficult for those watching at home to believe, but Bebo was a warm, compassionate man. It is impossible to encompass who he was in a press release. He was a faithful husband, a loving son, and a good friend. Yeah, they even indicated how um, gracious and respectful the media and the authorities were about the whole thing. So. The, the audio endears you to him. It does. And, it really and he's, does. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I was fascinated. I've been. This, this is, is another one I've wanted to do for a long well, time. The, because when you initially brought it up, you said you wanted to do the thing about the plane. I thought you were talking about there was that little bandit. There was a, some sort of a bandit who was living in expensive oh, yeah, homes yeah, yeah, yeah. and yep. stealing planes and boats and yep. stuff. And that living. was in the Bahamas. And that's what I thought yeah. you were talking about. And I was like, no, I don't want to talk about that. No, no, Sky King. And then this guy was soon when I figured out what you exactly what you're talking about. I was like, I remember that because mm-hmm. I remember him joking. Like, because you until you got the whole story, you're thinking, "Oh, this is a guy who took a uh, wanted to a joyride, joyride, yeah, and, and then lost the control of the yeah. plane." But and you the don't. poor guy, yeah. So my heart goes out to him and the family. Yeah, I'm very conflicted yeah. about it, but uh, yeah, you know, Bebo. I'm sure I, if there is a heaven, and I believe there is one, Bebo is certainly there, yes. and uh, it's a it's a it's a real it's a real. What is it? <laughs> I got, I got. It choked me up watching it. Yeah. Like, what? Because no, well, unfortunately, too. I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. So it was a, It was very for him to be so, for him to be so personable, and then you know this what's going to happen. Yeah. It did it really? I, he, he he took his life in a nice guy way. Is the only I way know, you can do he it. He kept saying, "I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anybody." Just want to. I just want to see what this can do. Oh and, yeah. But so our heart goes out to the family and yeah. uh, the, uh, and you uh, know, thank yeah. you for listening. Thank but, uh, you. Interesting story and. Uh, uh, we'll be back again. Okay. <laughs> Au revoir, Vince. Au revoir.